Shalom to all. Today's office is Chavav. We are starting the eighth line, the last word on the line. And today's office sponsor, Lili Nishmas, Mars, Miriam, Sarah, Basar, Yaakov, Moshe, Her Neshama, Shadav, and Aliyah. And Lili Nishmas, Yerbi Achmiel, Mardachai, Ben Rabchaim, His Neshama, Shadav, and Aliyah. I think Mara tells us, Tanya, we have a brass, Rabbi Shimon, Elazar, Emer. He tells us, Kashim Shet Truma, Chazaka, Lakuna. The same way that when a person's eating Truma, we say that it's a Chazaka, he's a Kain, Kach Maserishan, Chazaka, Lakuna. Same thing when we see a person gets Maserishan given to him, so that means that he's a Kain as well. However, the Gemara asks, "My Sarisha and the Levi who my Sarisha is given to a Levi, not to a Kain." So we answer, "Rebbe Elazar ben Azariah." This brayso is going like Rebbe Elazar ben Azariah. The Tanya of a brayso, "Truma lekain, my Sarisha and the Levi." The Rebbe Kiva, Rebbe Kiva says, "Truma is given to a Kain, my Sarisha is given to a Levi." Rebbe Elazar ben Azariah, he tells us, "My Sarisha and Af lekain, the my Sarisha is also given to a Kain." So we see that if a person gets my Sarisha, it must be that he's a Kain. Ask the Gemara, "Imodam Rebbe Elazar ben Azariah, Af lekain." Let's say that Rebbe Elazar ben Azariah says that it's also given to a Kain, but lekain v'loy Levi miyamar that he say that my Sarisha is only given to a Kain. And not to a Levi, the Gemara says, in yes, that's actually where Rebbe Husband Azari holds. Because Basar, the Kansinu Ezra, this is after Ezra already Kenas Levim. When Ezra took Yidin from Bavel to Eretz Yisrael right before the rebuilding of the second base of Mikdash, he tried to convince Levim to come with him, and no one came with him, so he penalized them and said that Maeserishan goes to a Kain. Now there's Machlaikas, if Maeserishan goes to a Kain and not to a Levi, or if it also goes to Kaihanim, according to Rebbe Husband Azari, it only goes to Kaihanim and not to Levim. So we see that if a person gets Maeserishan, it must be he's a Kain and not a Levi. The Gemara asks, Vidilma Ikra Perhaps it happened that a Levi was given Maeserishan. Just because this fellow got Maeserishan, it doesn't mean that he's a Kayin. So Amr Chizdi answers, no. We have a Chazaka that this fellow's father was a Kayin. However, that a Kayl came out. There was a rumor circulating that this fellow over here that we're talking about was really Ben Grusha Ben Chalutza, which would make him a Chalal, which would make him not a Kasher Kayin. However, this fellow himself was given Maeser at the distribution point. Levi, the law of Levi, who he's definitely not a Levi. So Mayak Alamemer, what are we able to say? The Ben Grusha Ben Chalutza, who that this fellow is Ben Grusha Ben Chalutza? That can be either, because Lomi Bayi Lamad Amr Maeserishan Asul Azarim. This is definitely not a question according to the Ma'ad Amr, that Maeserishan is Asr for a non-Kayin, Dolei Havu Yavulei, for sure they wouldn't be giving him Maeserishan. And Lafi Lamad Amr Maeserishan Mutal Azarim. Even according to the Ma'ad Amr, that a non-Kayin is allowed to eat Maeserishan, Hanimil Lamesbak Lehu. That's only regarding giving it to him, meaning you're allowed to give it to him in your house if you're a Kayin and you have some Maeserishan in your house, or he chances upon it, or you want to feed him a meal of Maeserishan, that's not a problem. But in regards to giving Maeserishan at the official distribution point, we're definitely not going to give anyone Maeserishan besides for a coin. So therefore, if this fellow who had a rumor about him that he was a Ben Grishman Chalutza was given Maeserishan at the distribution point, it must be that he's a Kasher Kain. Now we explore the safe of the Bryce. So we had said about Chalik Bezin and Chazaka. Someone that gets Truma distributed to him by Bezin. That's not a valid Chazaka that he's a Kain. The Gemara asks, Ibe Bezin, why have a Chazaka? Hey, have a Chazaka. If Bezin allowed this fellow to take Truma, and we're assuming that he's taking Truma from the base of from the Truma distribution point, if that's not considered a Chazaka that he's a Kain, so when is it that we have a Chazaka that this fellow is a Kain? So Rav Shesh says, he answers, Hachikamar, this is what we're talking about. We're not talking about him going to the base Hagranas to the distribution point and getting Truma. We're talking about Hachalik Truma Benechli Aviv Im Achiv Bebezdin. His brother is getting Truma from his father's Nechasim, from the Yerusha of his father, along with his other brothers. Bezdin said that this fellow also gets Truma. In this scenario, we're saying that it's not a Chazaka, he's not necessarily a Kain. The Gemara asks, it's obvious, just because he's getting Truma from his father's Nechasim, that doesn't mean that he's a Kain. The Gemara says, no, you might have thought, since his brothers are getting Truma and they're able to eat it, he also is getting Truma and he's able to eat that Truma. We're talking about a situation over here where, let's say, this father who was a Kain married two wives. The first one was definitely a Miyachas person, and therefore all the sons from that first wife are Miyachas Kehanim, and they're allowed to eat Truma that they receive from their father, Yerusha. Whereas 
this son, there was a doubt regarding his mother, and maybe he's a halal. So you might say that since his fellow's brothers are receiving truma, they're definitely going to be eating it. So maybe he also is able to eat the truma that he's receiving. Kamash Malan, no. Hanachachila, Hailezvune. His brothers are receiving truma, they're going to be able to eat it. But he, the truma that he receives, he has to sell it. He's not allowed to eat it. And that's what the rest is telling us. That just because Bezdin said that this fellow gets to take truma as part of his Yerusha, that doesn't mean that he's a kind, that he's allowed to eat it. Now explain the last part of the Mishnah. We had said, There was a three-way machlekes in the Mishnah. Rabbi Huda said that we need two Adim to testify that someone's a Kayin. One aid telling us that that fellow's a Kayin just doesn't cut it. Now Rabbi Lazar said that we only need two if there's an error, a doubt regarding this fellow's Kuhuna status. But in a standard case, we can trust one aid. Now Rabbi Shimon Gamliel said that we do trust one aid. So now the Gemara asked Rabbi Shimon Gamliel and Rabbi Lazar. Rabbi Shimon Gamliel and Rabbi Lazar are saying the same exact thing. And we must say that Rabbi Shimon Gamliel definitely agrees that if two Adim were Ma'ara regarding this Kayin status, one aid would definitely not be believed to confirm that he's a Kayin. So what exactly are they arguing about? And if you want to suggest, that the whole is when there's only one person being ma'arer against this kayan status. So Rabbi Lazar saw erichad. Rabbi Lazar holds that that's a valid error, and we would have to have two adim saying that really he's a valid kayan. Rabbi Shimon Gamliel saw erichad that we have to have an error of two people telling us that he's really not a kayan. But if there's an error of one person telling us he's a kayan, so then we can also have one person saying that he is a kayan. If you want to say that's machlekes, Rabbi Yechon tells us that a valid error is not done with less than two people, and even Rabbi Lazar would agree that we would have to have two people being ma'ara against his status. So what's the machlekes between Rabbi Lazar and Rabbi Shimon Gamliel? Al-Hachamayiskinu, and what are we talking about over here? We have a chazaka that this fellow's father was a kain. However, now we have a rumor going around about this fellow that he's a ben-grusha ben-chalutza, which means that he's a chal and he's not a valid kain. Bechtine, so we demoted him and we say, okay, you're not a valid kain. One aide came along and said, I know that he's a kain. So based off this aide echad, so we elevated him and we said, okay, you're a valid kain. But then, two people came, and they said, ben ben he's really ben ben so we demoted him again. And then another aide came, and he said, I know that he's a valid kain. And everyone agrees, that we're going to combine these two individual edim, they gave edos separately, that this fellow is a valid kain, we're going to combine their edios to say that he's a valid kain. The homachlekes is, are we chayshish for the disgrace of the bezdin? Tanakam, so the Tanakam, who's Rebbe Lazar, he holds, since we had already demoted him, we're not going to promote him again. We have to be chayshish for the disgrace of the Bezdin. Bezdin said that he's not valid, and they said he is, and they said that he's not, and that's embarrassing, and that's degrading to Bezdin, so therefore we're not going to now elevate him once again. He holds, we demoted him, so we're going to promote him again and say that he's a valid kain, and we're not afraid that this is going to bring a disgrace to the Bezdin. But now, asks, if that's really so, we could even say that this case would be a discussion when we have two versus two, meaning when we have two Adim saying this and two Adim saying that, without saying that we have one aid and then another aid came a different day. What's the Chiddush in our Mishnah? So Alam Ravashi, Ravashi says, are we going to combine two individual Adim and consider that a valid Adus of two Adim? And it's the same Machlekes of the following Tanayim. The Tanayim have a Braisa, the Tanakam holds that we're not going to combine two Adus unless they both saw the same thing. If one aid says, I saw Ruvain borrow money from Shimon, another aid says that Ruvain admitted to me that he borrowed money from Shimon, we cannot combine these two Adias. Rabbi Shimon Karcha Eimer, he says, even if it's one after another, we can combine that Eidos. And we're also not allowed to be their Eidos in Bezdin unless they came at the same time to give Eidos. Rabbi Nassim Eimer, he says, we're going to listen to one aid that comes today and another aid that comes tomorrow. So Rabbi Lazar holds like the Tanakama, and Rabbi Shimon Gamliel holds like Rabbi Nassim. And now moving on to brand new Mishnah. 
a woman was taken prisoner by the non-Jews. So we've learned previously that when a woman is captured, we assume that they were ma'aneser. Over here, she was not captured. She was imprisoned. So over here, we have a different chashash. And that is, perhaps as she was nisratza, that she agreed to be with one of her captors willingly, and in such a situation, she would be usher to her husband. So Misha tells us, Ayde mamain, if she was taken prisoner because of some sort of monetary issue, mutaris labayla, she's mutter to her husband. Since it was only because of a monetary issue, maybe she or her husband owes these guy money, so they don't want to risk losing it by treating her as hefker, so they're not going to do anything to her. However, the Mishnah tells us, Ayde nefashas, if it's some sort of capital case, asura labayla, then she's usher to her husband. If she was taken prisoner, Rashi says over here, because she's chayv misa, later on we're going to see even if her husband's chayv misa, so then they're definitely going to treat her as hefker, and then we have to be afraid that perhaps she was nisratza to one of her captors, and then if she got released, she would be usher to her husband. The Gemara tells us, Amar Shul Barav Yitzchak Amarav, Loishanu, this is only taught, El Shehad Yisrael Tekifal Avdi Kachavim. That's only if Am Yisrael rule over the Gaim. What does that mean? It doesn't mean that Am Yisrael is ruling over the Gaim. It means that each group is governed by their own rules. The Yidden rule themselves by their own rulebook, and the Gaim rule themselves by their rulebook. So in this situation, when she's Chayv Misa, according to their court system, so they have no issue being mafker completely. It's only when they're owed money that they're hesitant to be mafker her. If the Gaim rule over themselves, which means that they rule over themselves and over Am Yisrael, even if the only reason why they imprisoned her is because of some sort of monetary issue, she's still ushered to her husband because they're going to be mafker her, and again, we're afraid that she was Nisratza to one of her captors. But now Masav Rava Rava asked the following question. We have a Braiso. They give Edus regarding a Bas Yisrael that she was Hurhana. She was given over as a Mashkoin in Ashkelon. What does that mean? Someone in her family, perhaps her husband, borrowed money and they couldn't pay it. So she was handed over as a collateral to the non-Jews until this money was able to be paid. And when she came back home, the people of her family distanced themselves from her because they figured that she was Aser. However, there's Edom testifying about her that she was not secluded with her captors and she didn't become Tomei to them. The Chacham told the family, if you believe that she was given over as a Mashkain, so then you have to believe that she wasn't secluded and that she didn't become Tomei. And if you don't believe that she wasn't secluded and that she didn't become Tomei, so then you shouldn't believe that she was given over as a Mashkain. Now here's Rav's question. Ashkelon is a place where the Gaim completely rule over themselves. It was a Plishti city and Klaistro was already in Galos. And what do we learn from this in. It seems to be that the Bryce is only relevant when she's given over as a Mashkain. In such a case, then she would need Adim to testify nothing happened. Because when she was given over willingly, the guy are going to be more loose with her. However, that implies that if she was taken by force, if she was imprisoned, then they will not be loose with her, even when it's a place when the guy have full power. So Gemara says that's not a riot, that's not the proper inference to make from the Bryce. The same thing would apply even if she was imprisoned by them, since they're completely autonomous, they're completely self-ruling and self-governing. We do have to be that something happened even though it was just a monetary situation. And the situation happened to be that she was given over as a mashkain. But even if it wasn't that they gave her over willingly as a mashkain and it was a situation of nechbasha, still we would have to be chayshesh. Now, some say that Amar Rava, Rava had said, we also learned this in a b'raisa, meaning he wasn't bringing this b'raisa as a question, he was bringing it as a raya. And they distanced her. If you believe that she was given over as a mashkin, you have to believe that she wasn't secluded or tummy. And here's Rava's Raya, this case of Ashkelon is that she was taken captive because of a monetary issue. And the time to Edom Eden, my son, the only reason why she's not ushered to her husband is because we have Edom being made about her, that nothing happened. However, if she does not have Edom testifying on her behalf, that would imply that she would not be mother to her husband. My love, 
Lashna Horn of Lashna Nechbasha? Wouldn't it be the situation that it doesn't make a difference if she was given over as a mashkain or if she was captured? Either which way, unless she has Adim, we would say that she's also to her husband. A raya for Rav Shmuel Bar Rav Yitzchak. So Gemara says, Loy, that's not a raya. Horn shiny in the case where she was given over as a mashkain, she was handed over willingly by her family. So then we have to be chashish that they're going to be loose with her. However, in the scenario where they forcibly imprisoned her, we're not necessarily going to say the same thing. And now a third version of this, some ask it as a question. Tanan, our Mishnah says, if she was taken captive just because of a monetary issue, she would be permitted to her husband. For Minu Blasio we have his Brysa, Hid Rabiasia Kain, so on and so forth. And what's the question? In this situation in Ashkelon, Daide Mamain, she was given over because of a monetary issue. Vikatani, nonetheless, we say, Time of the Edim Eden The only reason why she's permitted to her husband is because we have Edim that say that nothing happened. However, if she doesn't have Edim and nothing happened, that would imply that she would be also to her husband. Not like what we say in the Mishnah, because the Mishnah doesn't mention anything about Edim. And we answer, there's no Kasha. One is talking about where Klai Yisrael rules over the Gayim. In such a situation, if she was taken captive because of a monetary issue, then they will not treat her loosely. But Kanshi one's talking about a situation where they're self-autonomous, they're self-ruling, then even if they have her just because of a monetary situation, they're still going to treat her loosely, and that's why she needs Adim. And just to conclude, we had said, if she was taken prisoner because of a Dina issue, so then we have to be afraid that she was Nisrata to one of her captors, and then when she's later on released, we have to say that she's usher to her husband. Now, Marav, he says, what are we talking about when we say it's a Dina Nefashis issue? Kagan, for example, Nishay Ganve, the wives of robbers. In the Gaish court system, a thief and a robber is Chayv Misa, he has to be hanged, and their wives and property are considered completely Hefker, so if she was taken captive because of this, because her husband has to be killed, so then we have to be Chayshish that this happened. Now, Valevi Amr, he argues, and he says, no, Kagan Isha Shal Bandunai, like the wife of Bandunai. Bandunai was a murderer. Only when her husband's a murderer, so then we say that the wives are considered like completely free and Hefker, and then we have to be Chayshish that something happened. However, if the husband is just a thief or a robber, so then the wife is not going to be completely hefker by them. Now, Merchizke, he explains, that's only if this fellow has a gemar din, he already has a psak in the secular court system that he's going to be killed. Rabbi Yechanan, says, even though there wasn't an official psak that he has to be killed, even in such a situation, the court of and the wife is still going to be treated as hefker. We're going to stop here for the day. I pick up tomorrow with a brand new Mishnah. For now, everyone should have a wonderful day.